Hi, Hi everybody. Oh. I hey. forgot what we do. We've had how many episodes now? <laughs> Four. <laughs> okay. Hi, Hi everybody. everybody. Welcome back to the Watermelon Seeds podcast. Uh, I'm Joseph. And I'm Ellie. And today is approximately Monday, December 19th at 3.43 p.m. Uh, and we are going to have a epi- this episode out by 5 a.m. tomorrow morning. So <laughs> how crazy is that? It's a speedy one. Yeah. And there are absolutely no other guests in the studio today. It's nope. just me and Joseph. Yep. And just so everyone knows, there will be a little break as we both have winter break and we will not be recording episodes. So this is kind of a little bit of a bookend of our first season, sort of, of the Watermelon Seeds podcast. So we'll definitely be back. Follow us on Instagram to know when we'll post again. But for now, this is kind of a little conclusion. So thank you to everyone who's been listening, whether or not you've listened to every episode. We're just grateful that you um, have clicked on our little Spotify or Apple podcast link at some point. So thank you. Yeah, we appreciate each and every one of you, and we hope that you guys got something out of it. So thanks for listening and being friends with us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, if you're our parents, we're also thankful. We Everybody know can listening. be our friend. Oh, yes. True. Uh, Mom, you're my friend. <laughs> She's for <pretty laughs> sure listening. <laughs> I hope we're friends, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, All right. So, uh, Joseph already said it's been a big week, and I think that has more implications than just it's the end of the semester. I know that. And so, would you be willing to tell us a little bit about what kind of the last few days have been like for you? Yeah. Uh, So, let's back it up all the way to, what is it, Monday today? Let's back it up a week ago today. Last Monday, what was I doing? Um, I was getting ready for finals and stock pitch number two. Uh, go check out uh, ticker symbol ASML if uh, you want to buy a good company. I highly recommend it. Anyways, <laughs> uh, I, was, I was getting ready, ready for that and just uh, was focused on getting to the end of the finish line, getting to the finish line, finishing up school, and then Tuesday came around. And then Wednesday came around, did good on the stock pitch, if anyone was wondering. And then um, Thursday came around, and I... um, Actually, let me back this up. Thursday was a a difficult day, let's say that first. But um, my grandma got diagnosed with cancer um in September I believe maybe end of August and she had to go through a bunch of tests and whatnot so her chemo didn't start until five weeks ago and she was going through chemo and she's doing great and then week number five rolled around and she started getting really tired and that led her to have to go to the hospital last Friday and so she was in the hospital all week so not like this past Friday but the Friday before that so she was in the hospital from Friday to Friday um Friday to Thursday and then Thursday morning she 
kind of took a turn for the worst and I don't really know exactly like the medical terminology. Uh, my uncle said it was coding. My dad said she went into cardiac arrest, but something happened. Uh, she like tried to cough up something and then she swallowed it and then it went into her lungs and then she couldn't breathe. And so she, they had to take her to the ICU and, um, she was kind of responsive, but couldn't talk. She was on a respirator. Is that what that thing's called? The tube that goes down in your throat? I don't know. Maybe. She, she had a tube down her throat, so she couldn't talk. She had to get oxygen. She was on 90% oxygen from the uh, hospital. So if that if she wouldn't have gone to the ICU, she would have uh, passed away within a couple minutes, which is crazy. But anyways. That's scary. So at this point, circling it back to Thursday, like why Thursday was a bad day, I get a call from my mother after I was already having a rough day. I get a call from my mom, and um, she said that I need to come home. It's not looking good. Um, so I guess let me let me back up a little bit. The reason that I want to like talk about this is because I saw God work in a, a ton of different ways throughout the day and throughout the weekend and um, in our family's life, and so I want to share that experience um, because. It can be hard, but um, God is still love, and God still loves us, and can work even some of the the worst things in life for the good of His people. And um, I firmly believe that everything happens for a reason. So I'm hopeful that um, something good comes out of this. So, anyways, that's why I wanted to share this. So I'm kind of just. Uh, going all over the place right now so bear with me everybody um so that was thursday i had two finals on friday so i luckily the first the first way that i saw actually no let's back this up a little bit more so saturday night no saturday morning i don't know one of the two sometime on saturday uh, this was before, this was the week before. So she got admitted to the hospital Friday, uh, not this past Friday, but the Friday before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then that Saturday, my dad and um, my dad's brother went into her room. And my, so my dad's brother's name's Tom. Wait, should I say that? Yeah. Okay, so Tom asked uh, my grandma and he said if you were to die today where would you go and um, she said I don't know and he said "Uh, would you like to take care of that right now and she said let's do it and so they led her through a prayer and she accepted Christ into her life and uh, so that that was like the first big way that that we saw God move is um, grandma like actually wanting to accept Jesus into her life and make Mm -hmm. uh, him the Lord of her life and like understand that um, who he is and like the importance and significance of that. So that was crazy. It was like a weight off my shoulders because I know that um, I was worried like because since she did get cancer and I wasn't sure what life looked like for her Mm -hmm. moving forward that um, I wasn't confident where she was going and so now being confident in knowing that she was going to heaven um, someday 
was just a weight off my shoulders and good to mm-hmm. good to hear, I guess. Mm-hmm. So that was good. And then Friday morning, oh wait, no, Thursday morning, back to, so I'm going back to where I was. So that tangent was last Saturday. So now I'm back to Thursday when the, my mom called me. So I just got done with a meeting. So my mom called me and told me that I need to come home. And I just got done with a meeting with uh, the associate dean. And so I was able to, my mom just called me, told me I need to come home. I was like, okay, like I'm walking home now. But I had two finals tomorrow. So the first way I saw God work was I had just got done with a meeting with a phone call with uh, the associate dean. And so I was able to call her right back and tell her the situation and um she was like yep like i'll take care of it like i'll email your professors like let them know what's going on like you go home mm-hmm. i'll take care of everything like you don't need to worry about it so like i don't know what i would have done if i hadn't just talked to her like i would have no idea who i would have like contacted and that would have been a whole headache and so that um that was like super easy and just made me be able to focus on getting home yeah which i did get home very quickly which leads me into the second way that i saw god work while I was driving home, like through Eau Claire, like I hit every single green light. And uh, the last green light, bef- or the last light before I got on the highway was red. And I was pulling up to it and I said, Lord, turn this green. And as soon as I said green, like literally as soon as I said green, it turned green. That's crazy. And so. And God told the police not to look at your speed that day. Yeah, they definitely did that. <laughs> oh, so oh, is speeding a sin? I don't know. <laughs> Um, but we'll just leave it at that. Not if it's because you love your grandma. Yeah. Anyways, I was kind of, honestly, like I was driving and I was like, if I get pulled over, I'll be okay with it. I'll just tell them I'm going to see my grandma and they'll escort me all the way there. <laughs> uh, that was the thought that was going through my brain. So anyways, oh so that happened. Um, and also while I was driving home, my mom called me and let me know that my brother's roommate, was planning to go home at like 8 a.m. on Friday and Connor would have had no way to get home. Like the quickest flight was 5.30 Thursday night and he wouldn't have been able to get there until after visiting hours were over. So she just ended up off a whim deciding to go home later, which was like an hour after Connor got the news. So it was like perfect timing. So Connor had a ride home. Wow. And so that was another way that God was working, which was crazy. Mm-hmm. So he was able to come home by like six, which was when the flight was like just going to take off. That's crazy. So that was cool. Cool to see God working that way. But anyway, so now I'm home. I'm, now I'm at the hospital and I got to see grandma and she could open her eyes and hold my hand which was sweet Um, yeah um but yeah that it was tough um can you describe like what she was like when you first got there um this is kind of like graphic but she was like half alive and half dead Mm -hmm. like that's what it looked like to me that's scary um it just kind of looked like she could take her last breath at any moment, which was very emotional and sad. But yeah. um, that's kind of like what I saw. And 
Mm -hmm. I've never experienced someone like that before. So that was tough. Yeah. Um, Yeah, but I was glad to be able to talk to her. I didn't really know what to say, but um, I was glad that I was able to talk to her and be there with her and um, get to spend some time with her. And so that all happened. And then um, it was 9.30 and Connor and I were just about to leave and we were walking out the door and then our cousin Ben called us and told us to come back um, because of something that I'm going to explain in a second. And so we got back and um, basically the doctors are saying that the only reason that grandma's alive is because of the medicine and uh, the respirator, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I keep thinking that's the wrong word. The ventilator. Maybe oh, that's it. maybe that's it. The ventilator. Yeah, I think that's it. Anyways, the tube that gets oxygen into her lungs that goes down her throat. That's what I'm talking about. And um, so that paired with the medicine, the doctor said, was the only reason that she was alive. And they said if we keep her on that throughout the night and until tomorrow, we're just prolonging her death. So we should just, like, pull the plug now and let her, like, go to sleep now, essentially. And we're all like, okay, like, uh, that sounds good. Let's just, my dad was at home because he had been up for, like, one and a half days. So, like, 36 hours, I think. Um, So he was really tired. He needed to go to bed. So he went home, and then once they found this out, my mom waked him up, woke him up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If I say the wrong terminology or something, please forgive me. Of course. My brain is scattered. Um, so that happened and then we waited for everyone to get back and, um, we all got back. We all were there. Everyone was in the room and they pulled the tube out. They took her off the medicine besides the pain medicine. They left the pain medicine so that she could not feel any pain. Um, but we expected her to have like a couple minutes to say some words. Like the doctors really didn't know how long, um, she would last once she was off everything. Um, so I just was expecting maybe a couple minutes that she might say a couple things and then that would be it. Um, but it ended up being like a two hour conversation and it was super fun and meaningful and everyone was just gathered around grandma and we were able to talk to her and uh, reminisce and crack jokes and she was like, lively and um just bubbly and just glad to be there in that moment and she was having Mm -hmm. a having a jolly old time with all our grandkids and kids and um it was just a really really fun experience and one thing this is not so that was another way that i saw god work was um the doctors told us that she would die pretty quickly afterwards and yet here she was like Mm -hmm. enjoying life talking to us for hours which was crazy and and a total miracle total miracle that that happened um one thing that stuck out to me when you were telling me this was like um kind of like the vision she had had and like the dream can you share a little bit about that yeah that's next up so this is the next way that we saw god work we were talking to grandma and having a great time and then 
while we stopped for a little bit and she just like sat there for a second and she was like, guys, guys, guys. I don't know if she said that. Anyways, she just kept talking and she said, um, earlier today when everything was going on, um, I just prayed a prayer for the first time ever. I've never heard of her praying a prayer before for God to like lift her up and, um, take care of her like in that time. And then once she woke up and was talking to us, she said that, um, she saw a a vision from God of God lifting her up off of a cloud and setting her down. And she said that she couldn't deny that God is real after that. Like, she was like, I really did see that. Like, I can't deny like that. That really did happen. Like, I'm not just saying that she kept saying, I'm going to, I'm going to, I have it on my phone so I can quote what she said. Um, her prayer was lift me out of lift me up out of this dark place and bring me to some place I want to be. And wow. the vision that she had was I saw myself on a cloud and God was lifting me up and bringing me back. And she knew that God was real because of that. And it's like it's crazy like uh to see God work in that way and mm-hmm. um just have I have so much love for my grandma that even, even in, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Very. Anyways, sorry. Um, that's, that's how I saw, um, God work through my grandma and um, got to spend the whole next day with her and um, yeah it was uh, she was a good grandma she was the best grandma and she's going to be very much missed and uh, yeah I love her very much. She always, family and people and relationships were the most important thing to her. And even if she didn't accept Jesus into her life beforehand, like that's how God calls us to live. God Mm -hmm. calls us to live in relationship and love people and put them first. Mm -hmm. And so it's like God created her, God loved her, and God uh, showed her how to live even even if um, she didn't have a relationship with them. Mm Yeah, I never met her, but hearing about her raising your dad, like as a single mom, and it just I feel like I've never heard Grandma Deanne mentioned without her being mentioned as either strong or strong-willed. So I think that is something that I've only heard a few things about her, and that like rings so true about her life. And I think that's really sweet. That is something about her that you can remember forever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> This is a funny story. She was playing kick the bucket with um, some of the grandkids a long, long time ago. And she fell. I, I wasn't there, so I'm not going to get the whole story straight. But she was playing kick the bucket with the grandkids. And she either was on the bucket or some somehow she fell and she broke her arm. And she was like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. Like, it's not a big deal. Until the next day, her arm was black. Oh my goodness! And she was like, "It's fine. Like it doesn't hurt. I'm good." 
Oh, goodness. And her daughter, Terry, was like, we need to take you in. Like, oh, my we're goodness. We're taking you in right now. Yeah. And it just goes to show, like, she claims that she doesn't feel any pain, um, which I sometimes it's hard for me to, uh, like, fathom because, like, she can really endure so much. But wow. um, she really is super strong-willed, like yeah. you said, and really strong. So It's crazy. Wow. Yeah. You got to spend Friday with her. Yep. Can you share what happened after that? Yeah. Um, so Friday and then Saturday, she didn't want to have any visitors. Um, and then Sunday morning, she passed away. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. But she's with Jesus now, yeah. so... That's good. And she gets to see her son and her parents mm-hmm. up there. Yeah. So. And for anyone who's ever had a loved one with cancer, you know how much it affects their body. And it's just so not them towards, like, those last days. Like, the cancer affects you so much. So I'm glad to imagine Grandma Deanne fully, like, in her joyful, strong self, not with the cancer on her body anymore. Like, she gets to be in Jesus' presence, fully yeah. healed and joyful and not being affected by, yeah, the cancer on earth anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make it any easier, though, to see no. people we love pass away. Yeah. Um, that was my weekend. And uh, she will be dearly missed. Um, but I, a quote from um, somebody let me get let me get the name right so I, <laughs> I don't butcher it. A quote from Monty Williams, who was uh, was a professional basketball player and now is a coach in the NBA. He lost his wife. Um, in 2016 um, and essentially he said essentially he said uh, I didn't lose anybody today when you lose something you don't know where it is um, I know exactly where my wife is and I can say the same for grandma like mm-hmm. we didn't lose any anything we didn't lose her um, we know exactly where she is she's up in heaven and we can uh, hold on to that that mm-hmm. we will see her again someday so, yeah. Yeah. Do you think our grandmas have met yet? Okay. <gasps> I hope so. <laughs> I hope so too. <laughs> They're probably like those two little kids down there. <laughs> They're just so, so goofy and funny and having <laughs> such a ball. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. <laughs> what was something that your grandma um, really liked to do? Hmm. She. Uh, was like such the adventurer. She would never sit still. It was always like planning trips or going on 30 mile bike rides, literally 30 mile bike rides. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, or going on a walk or something. And the famous quote from Grandma Sharon is, who's having more fun? Who's having the most fun? And it was always her. If you said, I'm having the most fun, she'd say, no, I am. (laughs) (laughs) So we know that Grandma was always the one having the most fun, no matter what we were doing. We could be cleaning fish, and she'd be having the most fun. And, yeah, I agree with her on that one. That was not fun for Miss Ellie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I think 
that's probably something that we all remember about her. And it's actually crazy because she passed away in January of 2021. So almost two years ago, about like a similar time um, from cancer. And it's just, it makes me realize just how uh, like much like everyone loses people and like you literally can't, like it's just inevitable. Like grandparents don't live forever, which is like heartbreaking. But yeah, the memories are sweet though. Yeah. I I was telling you earlier, like, I would be sad if I wasn't sad that Grandma was gone because Mm -hmm. that would tell me that I either didn't have a relationship with her or she, like, wasn't meaningful in my life. So, like, Mm -hmm. I'm glad that I'm sad because she that means that she was really important to me Mm -hmm. and I loved her and I cherished the time that I had with her. Totally. it's a good thing, I mm-hmm. think, to be sad. Yeah, I agree. Missing someone shows love. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. That's sweet. And it helps you bond with the people that, um, like, all miss her together, like being there with your family or your siblings and being able to share memories and, like, share tears and hugs and laughs and everything. Yeah, It's, like, I one agree. of the most meaningful things. <laughs> at, my, at my grandma's celebration of life, we didn't call her funeral a funeral. We call it a celebration of life. My littlest sister was probably 11. Yeah. And we had, like, a room in the back of the church for um, all the family members to get, like, snacks or meals. And we went in there once, and Evie was just sitting there with a bag of chips open, just, like, eating. <laughs> we were like, Evie, what are you doing? And she said, I'm sad eating. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so sad. We, like, laugh about it now, but <laughs> I don't know. It's just a funny memory. But being able to, like, spend those moments with my sisters and, like, cry together and sad eat together <laughs> and whatever we needed to do, like really helped us bond and helped us cherish our grandma more like together so yeah yeah um do you want to talk more about it or like um answer the question of like what what do you take away from that like like after that experience and losing your grandma Mm -hmm. like uh what did god teach you or what did god Hmm. um, tell you through that time god taught me a lot I would say. I will say also one thing that was different in, like, kind of hearing hearing bits and pieces of, like, Joseph's journey with his grandma versus mine. Like, one thing that was really different was that my grandma was in the hospital during COVID, and so the doctors told us not to come, like, months before she was in the hospital, so we didn't get to see her for, like, the last probably four to five months of her life. And so that was hard. Like, we were on the phone with my grandma for like the last few hours of her life, like hearing my grandpa talk to her, um, just like sitting on the floor in my parents' bedroom and then just hanging up the phone and crying together. Like that was how we said goodbye to her. And so that was heartbreaking just to be that far and like not get to give her one last hug or one last kiss or see her eyes blink and see her smile and none of that. So that's heartbreaking. Um, but I also think it protected us from seeing her not how she was. We didn't have to see her body physically, like how she was affected by cancer. We just have memories of like our glowing 75-year-old biking, running, walking grandma. So yeah, that's one difference. But back to the question about what I learned. Um, One thing that really stuck out, first I have a verse. Um, Actually, before the verse, let's see. 
I guess, yeah, one thing that stuck out was at her celebration of life, um, everyone talked about all the things they, they loved about grandma or, like, things about her that really stuck out. And I was just, like, so, like, struck by the fact that no one brought up, like, oh, she was so beautiful or, oh, she had such cute outfits or, oh, she was such a pretty young lady. Like, <laughs> things that I focus on so much or things that people in my age group focus on so much of, like, physical appearance, like, those things are so not eternal and, like, so not lasting, like, I think we just spend so much time as earthly people on things that don't matter. And then in the end of the day, like what matters is how you make people feel. What matters is who you were as a person. Like those character traits about grandma are what stuck out to her. So that changed my mind. Like as a freshman in college, I was like, wow, this is like so much more than just like what outfit I'm wearing today. Like there's just so much more to life. And it's a small thing, but I think a lot of us would admit we probably spend more time than we would like to admit (laughs) thinking about that. So that was one thing I learned. But a Bible verse that um, was a takeaway for me was actually the Bible verse. My grandma planned her whole funeral <laughs> because she knew it, like when she had cancer. And she's like quite a detail-oriented person. So she wanted everything just the right way. She wanted each grandkid to say a certain verse and then my mom to read this certain thing. And she had different things picked out. And so the verse that my grandma had picked out for me to read at her celebration of life was Second Corinthians 4, 16 through 18. It says, Therefore we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. And I just think, like, it's hard to imagine sometimes, like, when we're young and spunky, (laughs) but we're all wasting away, like, ultimately like we have like a finite number of years on earth and they're not going to last forever but inwardly like our souls do have an eternity and whether you're listening to this and you know Jesus or not um, I believe that you do have to make a decision about what you believe happens after you die and what happens with your soul and um, just this idea that Jesus is renewing my heart I love that verse being renewed day by day and just an eternal glory that far outweighs anything on earth like those things are what get me through like loss and seeing things that are really hard on earth because I know that there is hope beyond earth. So that's definitely something I learned through that time as well. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I think uh, I can see that each and every day and how you live your life and like the perspective you have on life. Like you said, um, so many like earthly worldly things are fleeting and like mm-hmm. aren't eternal but what really truly matters is how people how we make people feel our relationships with people and like how we like love and serve others mm-hmm. and like when when I'm on my deathbed I want people to be saying like oh like Joseph made me feel so warm and uh like involved and like mm-hmm. part of a group and like I just felt like seen and heard and loved mm-hmm. by Joseph each and every moment like that yeah. I was with him. Like that's what it's important to me, not uh, how sweet the Viking sweatshirt that I'm wearing is right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, I totally yeah. resonate with that. Mm-hmm. And just the idea that when you're following God, like that's our purpose. Like we're, we're living into how we were made. We were literally created to love God and be in relationship with him. And when that's what you're doing, like that's you're like doing what you're created to do. Yeah. I think that that's another thing. Like we can't lose sight in times like this, that God is love. God mm-hmm. is for us. God is with us. Yeah. And, um, he will walk beside us through the 
toughest times and through the highest of highs and mm-hmm. but like right now the, even the lowest of lows like God is always with us and yeah. he loves us I love that you said that because that God is love because I consider myself like I have like a certain list of personality traits that I consider myself as like you know bubbly extroverted whatever but I have my days where I'm introverted or I have my days where I'm not feeling very bubbly but God is never not love God literally cannot not be fully God (laughs) like there's never a day where he's just not feeling it and he's not loving like literally every moment of every day God is love and so the fact that you said that and can like trust that in this time like guys it's been less like less than like two days since his grand passed away and like he's sitting here telling you that God is love so if you don't know what that means if you don't believe that like really think about it because it's just there's so yeah there's so much hope when you believe that and when you know that to be true yeah Definitely uh, gets me through the days for sure. I, yeah, I, that's, yeah, I can't end it any better way myself. I think that that's all I've got to say for this podcast. Yeah, I think that's really good. Crazy to think about when we first started this podcast a few months ago, um, we were excited to hear about different people's life stories and we still are. But it, like we're going through our own life stories right now too, and <laughs> we're still living through things. And we don't know where each me- sem- semester or month is going to take us, or where life will life will have us. And so, just to think that like we never could have imagined what's all happened since September is crazy, and how much we've learned and we'll keep learning. So, we're grateful even to have this platform to be able to process through things that are going on. So, yeah, yeah. If any of you are struggling with anything, please reach out to one yeah. of us. We'd be happy to um, help you through mm-hmm. whatever is going on. And um, we can walk through it together. Definitely. Yeah. All right. That's all for this episode, folks. Unless you want to say anything else, no. Miss Ellie? All right. Bye, Bye everybody. everybody.